Hello, everyone. My name is Dr. Brian Thatcher, and welcome to this podcast of Mercy Unbound. Today, I get to speak with Jill Metz and Lori Brown. They are both involved in the Flame of Love ministry, which developed out of the writings of an Hungarian woman, Elizabeth Kinderman, from 1961 to 1982. We're going to talk about the Flame of Love of the Blessed Virgin and how we're all called to take this flame of love into our hearts and be the light of Christ to a hurting world. I hope you enjoy the show. Please subscribe and pass it on with friends. Thank you for joining me today on Mercy Unbound. Hello, everyone. My name is Dr. Brian Thatcher, and welcome to Mercy Unbound. It's a series that aims to provide hope, an avenue for healing, and one that will help you understand and then live the great mercy of God. With me today, I have two special guests, Jill Metz and Lori Brown. They're both involved in the Flame of Love ministry on the writings and the teachings and the messages from Our Lady of uh, a Hungarian woman, Elizabeth Kindleman, who had apparitions of Our Lady and Jesus from 1961 to 82. Um, after a special commission investigated her writings, um, they were a pronouncement made in June 2009 by the church was that the church recognizes as authentic in accord with the Catholic faith, all the material obtained and contained in the spiritual diary of Elizabeth Kindleman. And at this point, the entire church receives this charisma as a gift from God. Jill is U.S. Communications Director of the Flame of Love of the Immaculate Heart of Mary Ministry, and Lori is U.S. Regional Director of the Midwest and North. So we have a lot of stuff to talk about today, a lot of beautiful stuff coming out from heaven to help us in these difficult times. But I'd like to begin this special interview today. It's being recorded on the Feast of Our Lady of the Rosary. Blessed Mother's Day here, and uh, ask these two to join all of us watching this in a prayer called the Unity Prayer. Thank you. We'd love to start with that prayer, and just a little preface remark is that the prayer is from Jesus himself. He revealed this prayer to Elizabeth Kendallman, so it's all about uniting with him, and then, of course, what comes from that is that unity amongst us and, and each other. So we'll begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. My adorable Jesus, may our feet journey together. May our hands gather in unity. May our hearts beat in unison. May our souls be in harmony. May our thoughts be as one. May our ears listen to the silence together. May our glances profoundly penetrate each other and may our lips pray together to gain mercy from the eternal father amen amen thank you very much you know uh as i was telling you before the show i had spoken last weekend at a marian conference on unity and uh the direction it was a new talk for me and the direction was a little unusual, but I, I realized that unity really begins with me and God. And mm -hmm. once I get the uh, interior peace that only he can give, then I can share it with others. And then it begins to spread out. You know, we, unity, we don't start with the whole United States. It's got to begin with us. Um, how about um, Jill, 
before we get in, I've got a lot of questions after reading the writings and things and want you all to help teach teach me and our viewers. But uh, can we watch a little video that was put together uh, on um, the whole ministry flame of love? Absolutely, Brian. I'm going to go ahead and screen share now. And we'll begin the video. It's about four minutes. And it really now is a beautiful excellent. devotion that many of you are gathered here for called the Flame of Love Devotion was appeared. Uh, the Blessed Mother appeared to a simple, humble woman in Budapest, Hungary, Elizabeth Kindleman, not too many decades ago, and revealed the living flame of love, the flame of love. And this is what she said to her. The grace from the flame of love of my mother's immaculate heart will be to your generation what Noah's ark was to his generation. So you see it is that flame of divine love within the immaculate heart of Mary that will be our reservoir. It will be our place of refuge. And that is not just a physical place, although it is that as well, but our spiritual place of refuge and protection, which also always has physical effects in our lives. It's objective, it's not just subjective. There's an objective reality here that this prayer of the flame of love is extremely powerful and efficacious. We need it for this time, amen? Boy, do we need it. And there's a quote, I don't hear this one too often. So I wanted to share this quote from Elizabeth Kindleman's diary where Jesus said to her, of course, through this prayer, the one we just prayed, Satan will be blind and souls will not be led into sin. See, those go together. It's Satan frequently who's behind your back or your teenager's back, urging them and nagging them and obsessing them with temptation and with sin. Frequently when that happens, it's the devil himself. He needs to be blinded and bound away from the poor soul who's being persecuted in this way, to sin when he or she doesn't want to sin. So the Lord said to Elizabeth through this prayer, Satan will be blind and souls will not be led into sin. Then he goes on to say, the Lord explained, quote, Satan being blind signifies a worldwide triumph of my sacred heart the freedom of souls, and the full opening of the road of salvation. The third great act of mercy in the East called divinization, we call it sanctification, is the power of the Holy Spirit to transform you to be prepared to enter into eternal life. This is the flame of love. Your movement is the greatest act of mercy in mankind salvation history this is it this is everything salvation history culminates in our sanctification through the power of the holy spirit utilizing the passion death and resurrection of jesus christ through his redemptive act on the cross he rose from the dead by the power of the holy spirit 
This third great act of mercy is what turns us and takes us back to God, the Father for all eternity. This is the flame of love. This sanctification. As Tony said, the Trinity put the love of God in the heart of Mary. What was the greatest act of mercy ever bestowed upon a creature? The Immaculate Conception. So Mary, who had this love of God, now wants to spread it through the entire world, through the triumph of the Immaculate Heart. She will prepare the world for you to be ready to receive as that love of the Holy Spirit is poured back onto the world, that you're ready to receive it, that you're ready to be sanctified. That's the flame of love. That was a beautiful video. Thanks for sharing that. Um, you know, in one of the quotes, so apropos, because just this week, I was moderating in our local chamber, a political forum. And the night before I was speaking to one of the Democratic representatives who's pro-abortion. And uh, I could see that we were in total disconnect. He, he couldn't see the points I was trying to make about life and love and the sanctity of life and things. And there was a quote in here. The Lord said, the church and the whole world are in grave danger. You cannot change this situation. And I realized that right then that there's nothing I can do to change them. Only the Holy Spirit can change. And they're blind. They're, the scales need to fall from their eyes, just like with Saul. And, um, and yet we have to be like the divine mercy image behind me. We have to let those rays radiate through, penetrates our heart and be that love that the blessed mother is, is indeed. But before we get into some of the messages and goals and comments that we're going to discuss here, how did you two even get into this? I mean, this is uh, <laughs> serious stuff. I'll let Lori go because she's been in the movement uh, longer than myself and it'll and I'll follow up with her because our story ties together. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. So I actually discovered the flame of love through total consecration to Jesus through Mary. And so I was um, trying to make that happen at my parish. And so I'm going online, gathering materials and things and coming up with a plan. And I stumbled across this Flame of Love book because Tony Mullen, our first national director, was very involved with Total Consecration. So he offered the book free. So I ordered it and I began to read it. And uh, it was very intriguing, but I was busy at that time. Well, fast forward, uh, big women's conference in Indianapolis, where I'm from, a lot of my friends went to the women's conference and they featured the flame of love. Um, Tony Mullen, in fact, was there and everyone was so excited when they came to mass Sunday morning and just talking about this flame of love. And I said, well, I have that book and I hadn't finished it, but that really drew me in. And one of my friends, um, a woman named Karis, which means love, <laughs> she, um, she told me that it's a signal grace. It's not just messages that it's actually a signal grace from heaven that you receive from Mary's heart, fire, a fire, a passionate love for God, her perfect love. 
And I, oh, I wanted that. So Karis prayed with me. I received it. And within a couple of weeks, I'd started a cynical at our parish. Um, it spread very quickly. Everyone was just amazed at this gift, this gift of mercy, just as what we just saw in the video. And uh, I think maybe it was through a presentation, Jill, um, when we encountered one another, I'll let you finish. Yeah, my story was really a lot different than Lori. Lori has a, a, a her heart's been a little more sanctified than mine, <laughs> to be honest. When I, when I saw and read some of the diary of Elizabeth Kendallman many years ago, uh, I probably at that same conference, I read the the diary parts of the diary, and it was all about reparation, suffering, extra long hail marys, and all of these things that at that time I really not only didn't understand, but like you were mentioning, Brian, I was blind. You know, it wasn't attractive or appealing to me in any way. So I really rejected um, the flame of love, but our blessed Mother how she pursues us and she did she pursued and pursued and um i was invited to a, a talk um just days before um our first national director passed away um unexpectedly and he was the speaker there and when i heard him talk my heart was instantly connected to his there was this profound um, all I can say is connection. I'm sure it was our Blessed Mother. And she opened my heart from his talk. And then the next week, I had some friends invite me to a gathering where Lori uh, and her co-director were going to be present, and they were going to do a presentation of the Flame of Love and pass the Flame of Love Signal Grace. And when they passed the Signal Grace, my heart received it. I was literally set ablaze and our blessed mother's done all the work since then. <laughs> so I, Lori and I are truly sisters in not only Christ, but in the heart of the, um, our blessed mother. You know, there was a quote that just, I never thought of it this way, just jumped out at me, but um, talking about how we're living in troubled times. It's a special time in the period history. And the antidote is Bishop uh, Rickon had mentioned in the video, Jesus told Elizabeth, the flame of love, the heart of my mother is, is Noah's Ark. And you think of like, huh, Noah's Ark. Well, that saved Noah and mankind. And here we go. Here's the antidote right here in front of us. It's beautiful. beautiful. And you know, I might add, not only was Noah saved, but his entire family and it was he was the one that was the just god found him to be just it doesn't say that his family was so i love that part that if there's one person in a family that is taking it seriously and opening their heart to god their family members will follow eventually the timetable is always different but i love that part the cynical uh lord could you tell us what what that means or how what is the cynical in the flame of love movement I'd love to answer that. Um, our Blessed Mother's asking for us to come together and to pray these prayers that Jesus and, and she gave to us through this, um, through Elizabeth Kendallman. And a cynical is a word that was used back when the apostles gathered and they received the Holy Spirit. So it's really a, a time of gathering in prayer 
And they were, of course, in an upper room. So we use that term to describe when we come together and we pray these prayers that our Lord and Our Lady have requested. And um, this is so this is readings, their desire. Readings from her book diary, uh, and then do you share, or is it mainly st stick to prayers and? There are three main prayers that were given to us and they're in the diary. They have the imprimatur of the church. One is blessing yourself with the sign of the cross, which we all know how to do. But this time Jesus is asking us to bring it into more of a contemplative, a, a meditative kind of prayer where you're thinking about his five wounds. So you're blessing yourself and you call out each of the wounds. And we like to use the crucifix on our rosaries and we will look at Jesus' hands and his feet and where those wounds were. And we'll say, my adorable Jesus, may, um, excuse me, I'm getting the unity prayer mixed up here. I kiss the wound of your sacred left hand with sorrow deep and true. Then you bless yourself and you kiss his wound. You do that five times, the two wounds, the hands, and then the two wounds and the feet, and then his sacred side. And it's very moving and it blinds Satan. All three prayers blind Satan. The second prayer is uh, something we add to the Hail Mary because Our Lady's asking for it. Just like at Fatima, she asked us to add, oh my Jesus, forgive us our sins. The way I look at it is, you know, sin has really increased since 1917. And I think we're just, she's just stepping this prayer up a little bit and, um, and it actually is uh, supercharging your Hail Mary. So you're adding, spread the effective grace of thy flame of love over all of humanity. You're adding, you're speaking to Blessed Mother. And then the last one, I'll let Jill tell about that. It's the unity prayer. Yeah. <laughs> and I wanted to point out these prayers, really these cynicals are cynicals of reparation. Our Lord and Our Lady have asked us to gather in these prayer cynicals to say these prayers that blind Satan in order to repair the damage that has been done by the poor sinners in the world. And I include myself in that. Um, so these prayers, you'll notice that we start by kissing and meditating on the wounds of Christ, consoling him, right? And then we appeal to our Blessed Mother and then we end with the unity prayer that unites us together. And a question that we've had recently is, who are we uniting with one another? That prayer in particular, the one we started off with, the unity prayer, my adorable Jesus, may our feet journey together. We're uniting with Jesus in that time, um, which, which ultimately unites us to one another. So, um, I, I wanted to point out that those the cynicals we really focus, Brian, on reparation. This is what the flame of love movement is. It is what it does to prepare us to be sanctified. And if I may add a passage from the diary, I, we always like to bring it back to what Jesus and Mary actually said, because there's a power in those words. And this is what they requested. Jesus says, reach beyond your limits. Look at the wise men who made superhuman sacrifice. They left behind their limitations. First and foremost, this is what is expected of the clergy and those consecrated to God and all believers. We must increase beyond the usual measure the intensity of our prayers and sacrifices 
for peace in the world and for the salvation of souls. We have to reach new limits, new heights. Every parish must urgently organize communities of prayers of atonement or reparation, blessing one another with the sign of the cross. You know, there's such power in community as we share the word of God, um, because only good can come out of it, I think. Um, I wanted to ask a question um, about the power from the Immaculate Heart of Mary and share with us the words signal grace and then the cause. What Define those for our audience, if you would. If I could particularly take this one on the signal grace, I think it's, um, I, I, we experienced it in, in the movement. How can we, again, as poor sinners, enter into this place of reparation without a, a, a grace and an abundant of, amount of grace? Um, signal grace in particular talks about how it is different from a, a just grace that we know. There's sanctifying grace, there's grace, and then a signal grace is a grace that transform you, transforms you so that other people recognize a change in you. So this is astounding, and, and this is what I know Lori, and, and Lori can even be a witness to my transformation. This is what the grace of the flame of love does. It blinds Satan so that we can receive the love of Christ and therefore be transformed and sanctified for the salvation of the world and the triumph of the Immaculate Heart. So when I was praying about um, the signal grace, because you were so kind to give us that question early on, we, in our National Cynical last night, we prayed together as a nation and our um, our spirit, or I'm sorry, our national director mentioned this passage in the diary, and I want to share with you what it is, and then I want to connect it to one of the great saints that experienced this as well. So in the diary on uh, February 14th, 1964, it's, Jesus says, I expand your heart by the fire of my divine love. So I can place in it an even greater abundance of graces. Heat expands iron, and the more it expands, it becomes incandescent. The more easily it can be shaped and expanded. Since you also worked in this field, in this field, you understand that, do you not? This is why I say the more you are close to the ardent love of my divinity, the more easily I shape and expand your heart according to my divine pleasure. So one of the things that the flame of love does through this gift of grace is it actually expands our hearts to receive more grace. Now this is astounding. I, 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 I can't, I, I think of this and I think of the goodness of a father that would want to give us a grace to help us to receive more so that we could love him more and love one another more. So as I was praying about this this morning, I was immediately, I thought of who other, who, what saint do we know who's also had an expansion of the heart? And by the way, he's the saint known as the saint of joy. Lori, do you know who that is? 
Saint Philip Neri, my favorite. Saint <laughs> Philip Neri. So he actually had this experience where the Lord expanded his heart. And when they went and looked at his body after he died, he had ribs broken because his heart expanded to such a, a you know, it was so big. And I came across this passage I'd like to share. It's from the Catholic Encyclopedia. And it says, a few days before Pentecost in 1544, the well-known miracle of his heart took place. It is described as while he was with the greatest, while he was with the greatest earnestness asking of the Holy Ghost, his gifts, there appeared to him a globe of fire which entered into his mouth and lodged in his breast. And he was suddenly surprised with such a fire of love that unable to bear it, he threw himself on the ground and like one trying to cool himself, bared his breast to temper and much and more in such measure the flame which he felt. When he had remained so for some time, he was a little recovered. He rose up full of unwanted or on unexpressed joy and immediately all his body began to shake with a violent tremor and putting his hand to his bosom he felt by the side of his heart a swelling about as big as a man's fist for the rest of his life saint philip neri was fueled by an intense divine love and possessed a joy that was contagious this is the flame of love <laughs> It's, it is exactly what it does. So not only are we called to make atonement, the Lord, through the expansion of the heart and the gift of the flame of love, we enter into this divine love so that we actually find joy in suffering and, and, it, and, and in this grace. So it was, when we say signal grace, this is, this is what happens. Our hearts are changed so that when we're suffering or we're making atonement or we're praying five rosaries a day, we feel joy. We, it, it's pure grace. So I was so excited to share that with St. Philip Mary because Lori and I share a great love of him. But when they pointed it exactly to the fire and this divine love, he was experiencing the flame of love. That you is so beautiful jill when you were speaking i was thinking the early church and um it wasn't just their power alone they were running on because you know like saint lawrence he's getting burned at the stake and he says uh you know turn me over i'm not quite done on this side you know i mean there's a power of god there that surpasses all understanding um blessed so the blessed mother's love is so powerful and it's the antidote what what does she mean or the what explain the cause well the cause and she invites us all to participate in this cause it's her cause and that is to bring this grace to every single soul and she is going to share she shares her very own divine love that's burning in her heart. It's Jesus Christ himself, just like when Jesus showed St. Margaret Mary his sacred heart, and it was a furnace of fire. It was flames. It's so intense. 
and you know, thus the flame of love. Well, Jesus is in Mary's heart. And so she's, she's wanting to share this now with every soul and blind Satan to free the world from his domination right now, the darkness that has settled over the earth. Because in fact, in the diary, Our Lady says, because families are no longer places of prayer. So she brings it back to the family and she wants to go. She said that she doesn't call us now to these great sanctuaries where she, or places um, where she appeared, Lourdes, Fatima, that's a lovely plus in your life. It's a, it's a gift to be able to go. But now she wants to visit every heart. And if you see this statue I have behind me of uh, the Blessed Mother, that is the official statue of the Flame of Love. And she's in traveling clothes. <laughs> she's, she's not, you know, adorned with the crown and with the, her beautiful gown this time. She's in traveling clothes. She's going to every soul, every family. She said she wants families to be sanctuaries of prayer. She actually even specifically says Thursday night, she said, get the family together. And I want you to do, you know, pray the rosary, pray prayers together, but study as well your faith and then have time, a time of, of quiet. Um, and so she says, I want to do miracles in the heart. I want to do a miracle in every heart and transform every soul into the image of Jesus Christ. That's the goal, goal and that's the cause. So if we got down to the practical, your efforts then are to individual families or when you go to parishes or conferences, what, what do you hope comes out of that? Is it helping families with the materials or forming cynicals in parishes or uh, let's yes, go the down cynic, to the cynicals can, can take place anywhere. Uh, ideally the best place is in front of the blessed sacrament that's a beautiful thing a cynical is basically a rosary and you're adding these three prayers of the flame of love the hail mary the unity prayer at the end um and then you start with that special sign of the cross so yes that's the perfect way to do it you can start in your home you say well i don't know who to invite one person and it can start with just your family we want cynicals our lady wants cynicals everywhere because when we pray those prayers, it draws that grace to our soul and the souls all around us. Even when I was driving today, I, I went to Indianapolis uh, for mass and I'm pray praying these prayers the entire time. And I know that this grace is coming into the souls of these cars, these people driving cars that I'm passing. I know that. It's like you go to Joshua chapter one and God told him everywhere you set your foot, you're gonna bring my presence. And we can do that just like after we receive our Lord in the blessed sacrament, we become walking tabernacles, if you will, where we, the blessed Trinity dwells in our baptized souls, but now we have flame of love as well. And Mary wants to, her flame of love to touch every soul. And that's, that's addressed in the diary where Elizabeth several times, a couple of religious priests, a friend, they would just, they would become um, immersed in this flame of love just by being near Elizabeth. Do you remember that, Jill? Absolutely. Very exciting. I think there's, when we talk about conferences or um, I think there is three, I can identify three main um, reasons why we host conferences. And one, number one, is to share the flame of love signal grace for all those gathered there. That really is the primary duty because that's blinding Satan. If, if Satan is blinded, that's the worldwide triumph of Our Lady's Immaculate Heart. 
Um, so this is very important, which is why our Blessed Mother has gone to God the Father to obtain this grace for us for this particular time in salvation, salvation history. So sharing the grace is very important and supporting, as Lori mentioned, supporting people, getting them into these cynicals of reparation. That's also very, very important community, as you said, Brian, um, you know, what is Satan doing? He's trying to divide, right? He's trying to isolate. Um, the other part of the mission of the Flame of Love is really to support priests. Our Blessed Mother, um, the Queen of Peace, said that the priests will be the triumph to the bridge, or the, will be the bridge to the triumph of the Immaculate Heart of Mary. So we do reparation for priests. Um, and I will tell you that the priests are coming aboard the Ark of Our Lady's Flame of Love in, in lines, in groves. So, you know, that's something that we are really working on is how do we best support our priests in this time of grace, in this movement of grace. Um, which, by the way, Brian, I did want to mention that that is what the Flame of Love is. We are not an apostolate. We are not a ministry. This is a movement of grace for this time. So, you know, that I want to make that clear to everyone. And it's available to every soul, not just Catholics, not just those that have been baptized. Every soul, Our Lady wants to give this um, great gift to. You know, I'm thinking of the scripture, um, you know, if today you hear his voice, harden not your heart. And um, when you were talking about uh, Philip Neri and the light, uh, I was, the Blessed Mother's flames of love from her heart and the light, I was thinking of uh, Teresa of Avila and her journey in the interior castle and of course all the mansions, the beautiful mansion where Christ and God resides in the innermost mansion where the light is and people, many people are so far in the first mansion that they don't get much of the light but it would seem like we follow the Blessed Mother to Jesus through Mary. It's a, as was said, Louis de Montfort, the surest way and access to Jesus is through Mary. Then we get that light and it's the light that radiates then from us and people see us. Am I not? Absolutely. And we, Lori and I were just at a conference at Our Lady of Good Health, um, introducing our whole team was there introducing the flame of love. And that's something that we really talked a lot about is, you know, I'm glad that you mentioned the mansions because the units of state is the perfection of our, our being sanctified. So I, I, I think that Father Alar put it really, and he's so good, he doesn't pull punches. This is the last great act of mercy because we know that the church is suffering. We know that we are in the passion of the church. So Our Lady can't bear that. The Lord, Jesus, God, the Father, he can't bear these things. So this is really the great act of mercy that the Lord and the Father are giving to us from the pleas of our Blessed Mother. And, and I, if I could, I would like to read my favorite diary passage. I call this passage, um, it's like the John 3.16 of the diary, <laughs> you know? which 
John 3.16 is still my favorite uh, scripture passage. But I'd like to read this because I think it really sums up so perfectly what this um, grace is and what it's doing. It says, Mary says, with this flame full of graces that I give you from my heart, ignite all the hearts in the entire country. We know this is the entire world. Let this flame go from heart to heart. This is the passing of the signal grace, heart to heart. This is the miracle becoming the blaze whose dazzling light will blind Satan. This is the fire of love of union, which I obtained, Mary obtained this, from the heavenly father through the merits of the wounds of my divine son. So if we think of that, this is on page 28 of the spiritual diary. If we think of that, Mary, full of grace, mediatrix of grace, went to God the Father and said, please consider the wounds of Jesus and grant this grace to the world. I mean, this is the perfect mother that we have, the perfect father. And then through this, we become unified. We become into this state of perfection so that we can go out and truly be Jesus in the world. I you know. Um, I just wanted to mention St. Louis de Montfort prophetically spoke <laughs> of all this in the 1700s. And he, he foresaw what, what was going to happen in the world that Satan would, would seem to have a dominance and he would be aggressive. And we read in the diary that Jesus says he's attacking the human race like never before, right now. And so according to Romans 5.20, we know that where sin abounds, grace will always surpass it. It will always abound more because God always trumps Satan, right? So with this grace, we need it right now to be sanctified and to be holy. He needs people in fact, St. Louis de Montfort, what he was given to see was that the saints of the latter time would be like the cedars, the trees of Lebanon, and tower over the saints, the prior saints, which would be like little shrubs. That's hard to believe. We're talking about St. Saint, saint Philip Neri and all these wonderful St. Teresa of Avila, wonderful, great saints. God needs even greater saints right now. So Mary is sharing her perfect heart, her perfect love the fire of her love. She's the immaculate conception. Not one bit of grace is pushed away from her. She has it all. She's full of grace. And now she's sharing this with us. So as our um, nationals, one of our national spokesmen says, it's a rocket ride to holiness. <laughs> so you receive this grace and you just grow spiritually in your hunger, your hunger and thirst for God and to know him increases and that's what all of us in the movement have, have experienced the fruit is amazing so it's not we're not in competition with other ministries no this is a grace this is a movement or an initiative of grace that enhances every ministry that's out there it's only going to make them stronger and better and more deeply rooted in christ right like mary is we're all one body but many parts but then is there our response to the signal grace the cause is that our response uh define define that for me would you like to, to answer that jill i would i would just say ultimately 
the cause is to bring about the triumph of the Immaculate Heart and then usher in the new Pentecost. So, um, you know, that is ultimately what this is for, why it's given to us in this time of salvation history. And I'd like to point to other movements in the church that show us they're, they're a good gauge, a good temperature of where we are. Let's start with Fatima, you know, um, and then in the diary, it actually, Elizabeth pleads because she didn't want to be the first one um, to institute this grace. She had many doubts, um, was under a lot of spiritual warfare. And she said, well, can't you just do another Fatima? She said that to our blessed mother. <laughs> and she said, they didn't listen to me at Fatima. And so what did our Lord bring after Fatima? He brought divine mercy, right? Divine mercy. And what did Faustina tell us in the book of divine mercy? The Lord said, people aren't asking for my mercy, right? And I think that that's because we're blinded. As a human race now, so many are blinded. If only 30% of people believe in the true presence of Jesus Christ in the Eucharist, this is astounding. So in the diary, it says, nobody's asking for my mercy. So we have to go back to that John 3.16 of the Flame of Love diary. And what it's telling us is this is to blind Satan so that souls aren't lost to hell. Ultimately, this is what is where we're at. Um, and so- Actually, very, many of us- oh, Excuse me. No, please go ahead. Many of us like to, to see the flame of love as a blossoming of Fatima. So it's really the same message, the conversion of sinners, reparation, penance, and to try to, to bring about peace in the world. But this time, at Fatima, we had beautiful, powerful prayers and messages. And I, I love them. I love Fatima so much. The flame of love, we have a hundred times the, the, the messages. We've got some prayers that bring about this signal grace. So that's an addition. And there's a sense of urgency all through the diary that this is it. We have to make reparation. We have to pray hard. Um, Jesus and Mary said, it's going to take the forces of everyone in the, well, all around the world, many, many people um, to be praying these prayers to bring about this triumph of the Immaculate Heart, which is ultimately the, the universal reign of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. So there's Amen. the cause is we, Amen. this is what we're working toward. Now I've ordered her diary. It's not here yet, but if either of you have one in front of you, um, could you hold it up and uh, it, it's available going to get it where Amazon or uh... there's two you need to know this so there is the unabridged but diary which is quite thick not as thick as the divine mercy but there's the complete messages then we have an abridged version and so it's good it's a little faster read and you can get the blue diary on Amazon I believe you can get the brown one as well um, but if you visit uh, the beautiful website that Jill just completed for us, it's flameoflove.us. There's um, directions on how to order, right, Jill? Correct. Is there a .com after that or, or, or give the website again, if you would? Jill, go ahead. It's, it's your... flameoflove.us. 
That's it. Flame of yeah, Love. Yes. So www.flameoflove.us, and um, you'll see in the About tab all the information you would need, especially uh, pertaining to the diary. Is there any way to contact anyone in the ministry on the website in case yes. they have come talk to their church or, or form cynicals or whatever? Yeah, we actually now have a speakers tab. So if you would like to request a speaker, um, in addition, when you go onto the website, at the uh, you'll see the top tabs. If you go to the furthest tab to the right, you'll see a contact tab and you can um, even contact our national director if, if you needed to. That's one, one thing in, um, when we mentioned speaking together, Brian, I wanted to make sure and invite my sister Lori because we talked again about unity. This, there is no triumph, there is no church without unity. And so we know that while Jesus came to divide, you know, the sifting, right? Um, are you for me or are you against me? As a church, we are the church. And so I've, I've worked in some other ministries and some other apostolates, but I've never experienced the love and the unity that we have in the flame of love. Um, it is really, Lori mentioned the upper room in the time of Pentecost, we get to have a, a foretaste of that because we work together in Our Lady's Immaculate Heart. So it's, <laughs> we want everyone on board the ark. So <laughs> it's, it's like when you're filled with the love of God, it overflows from your heart. And Faustina talked about this, the Lord said, you know, the more you trust, the more grace is in your heart enlarges. And it's the same thing. You just, you want to share it with everybody. That's and, right. And, uh, and then Jesus said, speaking of flames of love, I've come to set the earth on fire. And how we wish it was already burning. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> That's what this is all about, isn't it? It really, Brian, I love that the Holy Spirit put that scripture in your heart. Yes, because I think that that is exactly you hit the nail on the head. That is exactly right. Well, and Jill and Lori, I want to thank you so much for joining me today on Mercy Unbound. Um, people, you can go to their website. Uh, if you're getting graces now to move, uh, the time is now. Do not be afraid but you've got to take heroic steps and don't put your toe in the water and pull it back. It's time to jump. And uh, so could I, could I be so bold as to ask if we could share this signal grace right now with you, Brian, and all of your listeners? That would be awesome. Okay, Lori, would you like to lead us in that? Or I have the, I, we could do the short version or you can do something from your heart, whatever you feel comfortable. It depends on how much time we have. So, Go um, Brian? Go, whatever. <laughs> okay. Why Lori, could you please lead that? Because you gave it to me and you do it so beautifully. Oh, well, thank you, Jill. But um, if you want to do the shortened version, I don't have it with me. So you would have to do that, which is perfectly okay. Beautiful. Let me. Jill let me... is a prayer warrior and uh, it's a real blessing to be under her prayers. Okay. Let me see. Okay, um, what I'd like to do is we're going to do 
oh gosh, there's a there's a, a long prayer. So let's just enter into this um, in one in the Holy Spirit. We ask the Lord and Our Lady and the Holy Spirit to come now. Take us and place us in the divine fire of your love. And I want everyone listening to um, think about their time of baptism. Let's go back in the in the moment of that baptism, whether we recall it or not, and ask our Lord to pour out these same graces upon us now, making us new as we renounce Satan and all of his lies. Take a moment. Recall the water of our sacramental, the sacramental grace of baptism flowing over you. Rejecting anything that is not of God. And entering into the purest gift of his grace. Imagine yourself now clothed in white garments. This is the symbol of your baptism and of your future life in heaven with the saints and the angels. Imagine now an enormous fire. You enter into that fire. Do not be afraid. Do not stick your toe in the, and pull back. This is the time to enter in because the fire is Jesus Christ himself, the flame of love. You are not alone because Mary is with you. You are in the deepest part of her heart, immersed in her flame of love. Mary fills you with great desires so that you want to receive more and more of her flame, which is Jesus. Surrender now to the flame and to have Jesus consume your whole life. When you receive the flame with others, you experience the communion of saints. When one receives, all are blessed. When all receive, each is more blessed. Right now, Our Lady embraces you and pours out her flame of love in great abundance. This is a holy and sacred moment. She sends this flame into your heart. The flame leaps from her heart to yours. She gives the flame without limits. The flame is so great that she suffers until the flame leaves her heart and goes to yours because it belongs in our hearts. She gives the fire far beyond your capacity to receive it. She gives the gifts that were meant for others, but they did not receive. Receive this flame now for everyone, for yourself, for your family, for your friends. You will not realize all she has done for you this day. On the day of her holy rosary, our lady of victory, the effects will unfold slowly, but powerfully. Be still. The prayer is complete. Our Lady is pouring out the effects of grace of the flame of love.
And if I may, I'd like to add what Our Lady says about that at this moment. You now are a sparkle of my light, enkindled in my flame of love. The greater the number of souls who watch in prayer, the greater the power of my flame of love on earth will be. Therefore, line up in close ranks because it's with the power of sacrifice and prayer that the flash of hellish hatred will be overcome. Evil will diminish gradually. The burning flame of hatred will be put out and the splendor of my flame of love will fill all the regions of the earth. Ave, Ave, Ave Maria, Ave, Ave, Ave Maria. Amen. Well, Amen. I want to thank you two again for joining me on Mercy Unbound. We're all to be a sparkle of light. Martin Luther King said, darkness cannot drive out darkness, only light can. And hatred cannot drive out hatred, only love can. So let us be the light and the love of the world. People, I hope you enjoyed the show. Share it with your friends. Spread the news. Go to their website. And uh, we've got to be the hands and the feet of Jesus to a hurting world. Thank you both again for joining me on Mercy Unbound. Thank you, Brian. God bless you. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel for the video portion. The podcast can be heard at anchor.fm slash drbryan, B-R-Y-A-N, Thatcher, T-H-A-T-C-H-E-R, and on all the major podcast forums. I would love to speak at your church or conference, and please consider supporting our efforts to spread the truth to a hurting world. Thank you again. And for more information, go to the website at drbryanthatcher.com.